Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrantes. Man, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to catch up on. I'm just checking my levels here. Let me move this over here. Um, or no, I can move this here. So yeah, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to uh, get into today. Uh, basically, last week's episode, I'm still reeling from this. Like last week's episode was so cool for me. It was so much fun. Um, I'm really curious also, uh, for those who listened to the Laura Ramoso interview, uh, what you thought about it. And if you uh, thought it was going to be, if, if you thought it was going to be like it was, or if you thought it was going to be different. Um, she, uh, you know, Laura is such a funny person. I think what's interesting sometimes when you meet people who work in comedy like her, um, expectations for how they're going to be when you finally meet them are, are either going to be like exactly how you imagine it, which is rarely the case, I think, or it's going to be completely different. And I wouldn't say that Laura is completely different from how I imagined, but I do think, and this is more of a compliment than just an observation, but she is more... Uh, a little more serious than probably I originally thought. But I think that happens sometimes when someone, because, you know, we talked about in the interview um, how we both feel that doing like our silly videos, like our really silly content, that we can't be as, you know, there was a line like, we can't be as ridiculous or as silly as we feel that we need to be when we're doing it in front of other people. And so when you're alone and you're in a room and you have a concept for something and you can be ridiculous, uh, then you have a lot of freedom there. You have a, a lot of leg, like a lot of wiggle room to be uh, goofy and uh, ridiculous. And when you're in a setting like an interview, you, you have sometimes a responsibility to make sure that the audience understand the, understands the difference between the characters that you're creating and the person who you really are, who takes your craft seriously. And I was really impressed with her. And if you haven't checked it out, go check it out now. Uh, I've been posting a lot of clips from our interview. Um, she was kind enough to let me record some video. You know, what I would have loved to have done and something I think I really do when I get into moving forward with our with the podcast is doing just like a full-blown video interview. I did a couple of those. There's a couple of uh, video interviews up on the Artsy Fartsy Immigrants YouTube page. But I haven't been able to do any in probably two years or something. Like, because the pandemic just stopped all of that. You know, we went back to, um, or no, oh, the pandemic was before we even did it. So it must have been like, you know, the year after the pandemic, we had a couple of things and then, you know, Mo was busy and then I was busy and then the location of the studio changed. So then we didn't even have a, the ability to um, go to the same place. And it's all, it's all, it's also 
all over the place. Uh, but let me let me start from scratch here because I kind of just walked into what I was thinking before I started, before I hit record. Uh, but let me say hi, everybody. Welcome to Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Um, for those just listening right now, uh, I am once again live on TikTok today. Um, and I will, for those who are here live, uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for sending the likes. Thank you so much for uh, the rose and the gifts and everything. It's really sweet. It really means a lot to me. Um, and I'm going to do kind of a half-half thing uh, today where I have some things that I do want to talk about, some some updates about what's going on uh, for me as a creator here in Germany and um, and what's what's been new for me, what's been going on. Uh, some things you can expect for those who enjoy what I do. But also, um, oh, thanks, Hannah. She says I'm her favorite TikToker. That's very nice. Thank you. Um, but also a little, you know, half-half of just, you know, catching things up and talking and half-half of um, getting a few um, uh, prompts and questions from the from the live. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining. And you can't see it if you're just listening, but the people on the live can see. This is my new Pedro Pascal t-shirt. Let me show you full full screen here. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. There's a there's a TikTok channel. It's also like a, it's a it's a it's a t-shirt company. Let me fix the angle here. It's a t-shirt company called Cringe Tees and it's uh thanks for the rose. And uh they made I don't know if it's one person or a few people, but they made a few t-shirts that came across my For You page recently. And there were two of them that I absolutely had to get. And one of them was this Pedro Pascal shirt. And uh, I posted a different one on my Instagram stories, but it was uh, <laughs> a shirt that... <laughs> they posted this shirt that they made for the 4th of July. And it was... Uh, it's a picture of a of an American flag backdrop with a skeleton holding two big AK-47s, like blasting bullets. It's, you know, super, super American, like, Wah! and then it says, like, WTF is a kilometer. Like, what the f is a kilometer? And for me, that's so trashy and so cringy and so stupid that I, I had to get it. Um, I don't know that you'll see me wearing it in public, but my God, do I really like it. And maybe I'll wear it for a live, maybe I'll wear it for my first uh, live performance as, um, you know, like a, whatever, like a variety show, comedy, music, storytelling show. Maybe that'll be my first uh, <laughs> stage outfit is the um, WTF is a kilometer, a kilometer. Uh, but there's some really cool things uh, going on right now. Um, well, first, let me answer this. So, Man, finally, I see you live. I'm an expat living in Berlin, and you were spot on. Thank you very much. And thanks for everybody who's been, um, you know, sharing and following and things recently. It's um, it's really inspiring and motivational to see the results of all the work and time I'm putting into these videos. Um, you know, because it's funny, you... I, I think of this myself also as someone who just watches other people's videos, but it's really interesting when you just see the, the final product, when you just see like a 45 second video, um, you don't see how much prep perhaps goes into it, even if it's just shot on an iPhone 
and it's really fast and, and simple, there's still like so much time that goes into brainstorming. Like I have this huge like notebook page list of uh, video ideas that I've taken, I've outsourced some ideas from uh, my Instagram followers who send me suggestions in the comments sometimes uh, because I do listen and I am paying attention. But I also, you know, observe things in the wild, uh, if you can call Germany wild, but like going out into the city or, in, you know, wherever and like observing German behaviors naturally and organically and, you know, making note like, oh, that's something Germans do. That's funny. But there's so much time and prep that goes into like what the idea would be, what would be a funny hook or a twist, what would make it interesting, you know, right from the get go, um, you know, tightening all the editing up, making all the captions and if there's music and how everything. And um, I'm just really grateful for um, how you guys are responding to all of that because, yeah, you know, you just see this little glimpse of like a quick funny joke or something, but uh, it does take a lot of time to make these things come together. So um, you guys are the best. Thank you. Uh, hey, from Australia, General Maintenance loves my videos. Thank you so much. Let's see here. Kathleen says, we need one where he drinks too much. I was just at a bar with an awkward drunk German and you're the best. Well, that's very sweet. Thank you. Let's see here. I'll see. I'll make a note. German drinks too much. And that's just simple enough where I could take that in, in a bunch of different directions. But so let's get into a few really cool things. So this will be interesting for my TikTok people. It'll be interesting for my podcast people and my Instagram people. Um, there's going to be a very cool, very special, limited edition Jordan Prince cold brew coffee. Let me say that again. There is going to be very soon a special Jordan Prince limited edition cold brew coffee. Uh, the inspiration came, you know, I'm coming from New Orleans. Iced coffee there is a huge part of the culture. Every place serves it. Um, it was, you know, I was getting hot a couple of months ago. was trying to find places. Where can I get cold brew coffee? Where can I get cold coffee? And I just wasn't getting what I needed or what I was searching for. Came across a cafe based in Berlin called Good Spirits that serves these really cool glass bottles, but also like these three liter uh, pouch, pouch pour bags of cold brew coffee. Uh, good beans, good roasting, uh, good branding. I ordered one, loved it, ordered it again, ordered it again, contacted them, said, hey, do you want to maybe do a video together where uh, maybe I can get some free coffee, um, maybe you pay a little bit for whatever we decide to do, and uh, I make a video to support your coffee. And they said, they came back a couple of days later and said, actually, we have, um, we have a different uh, idea in mind. What if we actually partner together and we find a roastery in Munich that will uh, take care of the beans. You find the right beans, the right flavor profile, get the coffee that you want to do. And then when you've done that, you can send it to Good Spirits. They will bottle and manufacture the cold brew 
and we have your own original Jordan Prince sticker and uh, everything is really in full swing now. Like everything is in motion, which is so exciting for me because I'm such a coffee guy. Um, we have the design finished. I can't wait to release that. The design is so cool, the front label sticker. Um, we, we're gonna have like, I don't know, something like 90 liters of this cold brew coffee. It's a like a limited edition thing. Um, we went to uh, a good guy here in, in Munich named Jake who owns Cafe Blah, and he roasted, and we did a tasting. I, I made video of all this too. It's gonna be this whole uh, video that I'm gonna put on TikTok when the time is right, but it's uh, we did a tasting. We chose a great coffee. Um, we took it to this uh, his roasting machine. He roasted everything himself, and it was a really fun time. And now that it's all chosen and selected, it's being degassed and sent off to Berlin. And very soon, we are going to have our coffee. And it's going to be perfectly in time to still sell this summer uh, in, yeah, in Germany. So that's really exciting. I'm, that's, I can't believe that. Mm. Also, so this happened today. As somebody who um, has made quite the career out of, it's funny, I've made an entire career out of being an immigrant, <laughs> which I didn't think was possible. <laughs> um, but for somebody who's made an entire career out of um, being an immigrant, I still have a few issues here in Germany that continue to haunt me uh, on a regular basis. I, I I have pretty like crippling bouts of anxiety. Um, I have like waves where I just get stuck in in a in a fear in a in a I don't know like I get stuck in this trap where I feel that there's no way to accomplish the thing that I feel that I need to do. I don't know if that's... The thing is, I've always had fear of confrontation. I've always had uh, the inability... or I've always had the fear of like demanding something be done in the way that I need it to be done. I've always kind of worked my way around into the need of like, maybe they'll have mercy on me. Maybe they'll help me do it. Maybe they'll help me figure this out. And um, it's it's tricky because first off, I'm in, you know, I'm in my 30s. So it's like, just get the stuff done. But also it's a language issue. So it all it always boils down to like, I just don't have the language strength that's needed to be able to do simple tasks sometimes. Like the one that I'm about to mention, which is just going to the post office. I... Um, it's ridiculous, you know? There's a post office like right by my house and it's been there, you know, it's it's right there. I pass by it regularly. And still, I needed to take my pass my old passport and this form to the post office and get this thing mailed off like 3 weeks ago. 2 or 3 weeks ago. And it just sat there. It just sat there on my desk. Day after day after day after day after day. 
just because of the dread, the absolute just like existential dread of like, I don't want to take it to the post office and have a conversation with whoever's at the counter and try to explain to them the mildly annoying thing where, you know, okay, you need to have an envelope that has all the paperwork and the passport and stuff addressed to the addressed to the whatever consulate or whatever and within that envelope have a second smaller envelope that is postaged like like stamped already and addressed to yourself so that when they get it they just put your which is like come on you're the government you can't afford that's so annoying to me that you have to put your own envelope with your own postage inside of it so they can send you your passport that you're already paying for and paying for the service for. It's kind of cruel in a way. It's very, it's very lazy of them. You know, like here I am complaining about not being able to go to the post office for three weeks. Why should you have to pay for your own envelope to go back to yourself for something you're already paying for? Like a lot of money, you know, it's not nothing. You know, it's like a couple hundred bucks or whatever. But anyway, so, the, you know, to go to a place in a foreign language and say, I need an envelope. I need to address it to myself. I need a, I need you to stamp it already now, but don't send it because I'm going to take it and put it inside this envelope. And when it's inside this envelope with all my paperwork and all my passport and stuff, then we can seal it and send it to them. But I need postage for that because now that has things in it that weigh differently. And I want my tracking number and all that stuff. And it's like, I, how, you know, how long am I going to live in this country and still not be able to get the strength together to go like, oh, I have to go to the post office? No problem. <laughs> no problem. Got it. No problem. Done. I did it yesterday. Post office. I did that already. No problem. It's just not in the cards, baby. It's, oh, it's not in the cards. It's not in the cards. It's never going to be in the cards. In fact, there are no cards. It's um, it's an empty casino. And I just don't have that ability. So, you know, I had to go in there and then I just, I, I, I lost. I lost. Guys, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. I lost. I failed. I, I had to break and ask if they um, speak English. I had to do it. I don't like to do that. And I, I try to avoid it at all costs. You know what I mean? I try to avoid it at all costs. If there's any way that I can... Pra now, talk about practicing what you want to say. Practice... Like, there is no more... The, like, the most immigrant behavior that I have ever practiced religiously and have heard of other people doing as well especially in germany is rehearsing to the fucking like boop, to the t of what you're gonna say rehearsing it exactly and even maybe thinking like well they could they could say this and if they say this then i'm gonna say that ah but they could say this if they're in this kind of mood then i would say this and you can practice like this little tree branch of options like video game style about what you might say and what they might say. And it just doesn't, like, it's still, you can do that. And sometimes it works. Like, I'm going to go to the bakery. I'm going to ask, I would like two of these things, one of those things. 
and one of those and that's all and like yes i have cash or whatever and like i do that so much but in this case the specifics of what i need with the postage and the stamp inside the postage with the stamp uh, i just can't i just can't express that in a confident way and i have to be i mean you know the guy of course the guy was nice and it was like you know in the end i'm so happy that it's over it's off my desk it's out it's gone it's out of my hands um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look at the um uh, the the whatever the paperwork on my desk in the morning and, and still feel this thing of like oh, i gotta go to the post office i'm gonna go to the post office uh, it is it is done and it's gone and that's like finally but I just um, I hate it I really hate it I hate that I had to ask if he speaks English uh, very thankful that he did thankful that they were very nice it was the perfect time of day you know it was like a, a whatever Monday Tuesday morning or something to go to the post office perfect fine no problem no line good nice people but I still had this guilt you know, it's just this, like, the immigrant thing of rehearsing what you're going to say is already so anxiety-ridden, and then to know that you can't do that. Mm. You know, there's one thing um, that I don't know if Germany uses this. It, it feels like after I moved away from the States, the website... Uh, stamps.com got very big where you they were like don't go to the, like don't go to the post office anymore okay but the po okay here's there's a few problems here the post service situation in germany for me it like it's demanding too much of your time <laughs> because look at this so in the states and of course this is like just one of a few things that they they do better in my opinion but they you can go to like stamps.com and then you can say, I'm, you know, you can weigh your thing. I'm, I'm shipping this. And then you can print out the stamps that you need, put them on an envelope at home. And here's the really, here's like the, the, the cherry on this ice cream sundae of convenience. You can take that envelope that you have already gotten your uh, stamp on, that everything's postaged and ready. It's like, it's ready to go. You don't have to take that now to the post office and talk to a person and say, I would like to send this. You can just go to your mailbox that is at the end of your driveway, your brief custom. You can just go to your own where your mail arrives and put it in there and put the little tick, put the little boop, the little flag up. And then your mailman knows, oh, they've got mail they'd like to send. The next morning, he takes it out and puts your new mail in and puts the flag down or up. I don't know, whatever they do, but they, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's taking turns, you know, it's a, it's a little dirty, little, a uh, slutty little mailbox, you know, you just put things in and out all day long and they just don't have that kind of luxury here. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had to take Man, it's like, why can an ACES box or a letter or, or a birthday card, whatever, why can all that stuff just come to my door? 
But when it's time for me to send something back or return it or send a, just a letter to a friend for a birthday or something like that, why is it that I like you have to leave your home and go to some yellow metal box somewhere? Maybe if there's a zip code that matches, that's you know whatever you can just drop it in this thing. You still have to go somewhere. You still have to go to the post office to do it. Or God forbid, you have to send back a couple of different packages. Then you're waiting in line. Especially if it's like if you're working a standard, you know, day job, you have to do it on your lunch break or in the in God forbid it's after three or four in the afternoon. Then it's just lines out around the door and you're like, why? Why is that? Why is it this way? Why? But why? But why is it this way? But but like, but why is it this way, though? I don't get it. Germany loves paper and they love lines and waiting and queuing. And I just, um, it's like for every step of the way, everything from like the paperwork, the bureaucratic side, your visa, your passport, all that stuff. It's so exhausting. And I'm sure, I'm sure it's something to do with over caring about something to do with data protection or some lesson learned from previous behaviors in Germany's past. Some, I'm sure it's like all stemming from something, but it's just so, it feels so ancient. And uh, that would be the one thing I wish we could update. The passport thing, for example, if I had to mail it myself, I would have loved if there would have been a convenient way to get my own stamps from home and put it in my mailbox and just know that it's going to get picked up in the morning. I would have done it three weeks ago. But just knowing that I have to go to the post office and wait in a line and ask a person for all these details and for all these different postage needs in a foreign language is, um, I mean, it's a first world problem, but it's kind of my nightmare. I just can't, ugh, I hate it. Mm. So there's that. And that's okay. It happened. It's done. I, f I finished it. Um, you know, we had a um, we had a little party last weekend, and that was a really fantastic um, opportunity to see a few friends that I haven't seen in a long time. I feel like it's very easy to get stuck in this conundrum that I think is m maybe m predominantly more um frequent with again with immigrants maybe maybe not like you know like in my work i already work in this room that if you're watching this uh you can see that you know it's it's a room it's uh it's in the basement it's a little studio and i like it here it's cozy here but it's very easy for me to lose track of time um in the sense that I can get, you know, in my work cycles, um, take a small mental break, you know, whatever, with a video or something. There's a bathroom right next to this. So it's like, I don't really have to leave my little space for a whole day of work. And then I'll realize I haven't like gone outside much or like I haven't made the plan to call any friends or if I get into like a bad swing mentally I will think to myself not to see or burden or call any of those friends because um, they have their own problems or their own lives their own work their own drama going on and it's not like this all the time obviously I mean today I'm today I'm on a good upswing 
and I feel happier and I feel social and I'm, you know, I have a friend I'm going to see later on today. But, you know, the last month or so, I feel like I got stuck in such a routine where it was like the, I I thought of myself as like the reclusive immigrant. It's like, I wasn't being social. I wasn't looking up concerts to go see. I haven't seen a concert in God knows how long. Um, I haven't just gone to see one. I don't even know who's playing when or where, even in this, and it's like a, it's a popular city. Like people play here and I just don't go anywhere. Or like, you know, I have a friend who tries to make dinner plans once or twice a month. And sometimes I succumb to it and finally go do it. But I put him off so many times, so many times just kept stalling or redirecting. There was a chance where I was, you know, I was completely free and was asked at the perfect time to say yes and jump on it. But I was like, well, um, but if I, if I go now, then uh, I'm gonna, mm, I'm not gonna have, have the chance to like really chill out on my own and take the break that I need to do something for myself because I need that break now because otherwise I'm going to be so busy that I won't get the break otherwise. And if, and it's like, I'm not, allowing myself to see that friend time is equal if not more important to one's alone time and it's uh it's unhealthy it's unhealthy and i've been doing that so much this is the what well, i mean and there's there's little factors to involve like this is the most work that i've ever had as a freelancer again it's good it's good and I'm happy to see something like growing. But it's also easy to um oh thank you. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for the rose. Um Katz what's it? Katz Katzronaufen? Um God, forgive me for that. Um but it's it's the most work I've had, which is I'm very thankful for that, and it's you know I'm in a blessed situation where I can be in this studio that uh, functions as so many things for me. It's just also a very, um, yeah, it can be a lonely, it can be a lonely, trivial, repetitive time. Um, thinking that, you know, all of your work hours are so crammed with work that you do enjoy doing, but it's still kind of a grind that when you finally have the freedom to breathe you have this habit of like, well, I, I should do, I should really be alone and get my peace, get my alone time and do something I enjoy doing. However, probably the healthier thing for you to do is actually push past that boundary of just sitting on your sofa or watching a thing by yourself and actually go out and uh, see a friend that you haven't seen in a while. And I, you know, every three months or something, I have a swing like this where I realize I haven't seen a friend or talked to a friend in a while, just little text messages here or there. And that's uh, a bad habit. And I've really got to, I've really got to shake that habit. I've really got to break it. Um, because it's easy for me to feel lonely. I think it's so easy for immigrants to feel lonely. Um, and if they don't work on not letting themselves get there. Um, but yeah, so we're off to a good start. Today is uh, passport things done. Going to see my friend later on today. Uh, Going to see... Oppenheimer this week with a few friends. Very excited for this. Very excited for this. Gonna go see, you know, the whole Barbenheimer hype, it caught me. That that bug 
bit ya boy big time i'm very excited to see these two movies um cannot wait to see barbie dying to see barbie haven't had the chance yet wanted to go tonight it isn't working out tonight waiting for the chance to go see it I have a friend who already saw it uh, saw it wants to see it again so i'm going to try and find a time and go with them very very excited greta gerwig's one of my favorite filmmakers of course mogo robbie ryan gosling michael Sarah, like kate mckinnon great cast um should be really fun i hear such great things about the you know what the message and the story is really about and stuff and um you can kind of get the gist of what kind of angle they're going to take from the trailer so i'm very excited for that and uh <clears throat> and i'm not the biggest chris christopher nolan fan i think he's um in the sense of like in the sense of like quentin tarantino there's a lot of like film bros who really get off on um you know going full throttle on some christopher nolan i'm not the biggest fan um i think it's sometimes more style over story which has never been my 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 thing but this one looks pretty good and it's the perfect culmination of 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 it's like the perfect timing to have this crazy thing of barbenheimer like that's such a perfect like summer blockbuster thing and it's bringing everybody back to the cinema and it's got everyone's so hyped up you know it feels like when uh a little bit like when endgame came out before marvel destroyed the entire notion of what's good about movies uh like that was the last one where i was like this has been this has been a fun ride i can't wait to go and i saw it in the movies by myself and uh it was great to feel like a part of something um and then everything was like everything kind of just like got so muddled after that one so it's really cool to uh, see things coming back full steam. Um, yeah, let me take, um, I'll, I'll do a little update here. Um, well, that's that stuff's boring. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah, again, I'll just mention here, if you haven't heard the uh, Laura Ramoso interview from last week, you should definitely go do that. She's a, she's a hoot, and her video content is really funny. I think... Um, Pretty soon we're going to have Calvin and Hobbs on the podcast. I think we're going to have uh, Chris the Sis, uh, Berlin Auslander memes, um, maybe even Liam Carps, the British guy. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, I think it should be a fun, fun few months of, of guests. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um yeah, so I'll, I'll wrap things up pretty soon. Let me just look at the... Uh, I'll take a look at the uh, comments here and see if we can respond to a few things. Um, so, do you live in Berlin or somewhere else in Germany? I live in Munich, and I love I love Berlin. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun city. And, um, you know, when I went to Berlin a couple of months ago for the Berlin Music Video Awards, I felt like such a celebrity there because I, I got recognized so much on the street and it was um, like the most in, uh, incredible feeling ever. I was so, I uh, uh, felt so flattered. <laughs> um, Mr. Observer says, Servus Patrick. Um, my name's not Patrick, but I love you too. Um, my number one here, Katztronauten says, we are, I'm Amazi. Visit, visit Oberhausen. We have the biggest mall in Europe. 
Yeah. That might be interesting to see. Maybe I could do a video about the biggest mall in Europe as an American at the mall. That could work. Uh, Ahmad, so so you're not making sport. You know, I have a goal actually, and this will sound like such BS, but my goal is that from September 1st to go back to doing regular sport. For the people who are just following what I'm doing now, uh, during the pandemic, I was actually really fit right, for me you know, fit for me. I was still drinking and eating pizza or whatever, but like I was going to the gym so much. I was going to the gym every day, like six days a week. I was very happy with, I was like, I was really doing a lot of sport. The Germans were very proud of me. Um, where are you from originally? Guys, I'll tell you, I'll answer this one time, but this comes up like 17,000 times every time I come onto a live. I'm from New Orleans. I'm not German, but I do have a keen ear for the German stereotypes. So I hope to uh, resolve that finally. Uh, if you want to see things I do or know more about me, I have uh, my link in my bio is on my my website and uh, all the things I do. Um, maybe if you come back to Berlin, you could do a meet and greet. You know, I actually, I, I'm, it's getting to a point now with like, I have a lot of merch merchandise designs and I have this goal of doing like another live tour and I get so many DMs from people asking if I if I would do like a stand-up tour or like a, some sort of variety, just talking, storytelling thing. And it's really getting to the point where like I, I really need to, I really need to do this because it's, it's not like people are going to be asking forever. I should really take advantage of like people being interested now because it's really uh, a cool time that people are excited and I should do it and it's be fun. Um, Julian, heute schon Stoß gelüftet, die Luft sieht schlecht aus. The air looks bad in my room? How can you tell that? Such a germ. Um, never would believe you're not German. Thank you. And yes, do a tour. I would love to. I, I really, I think I should. I mean, at least like four or five cities. Just hit like, you know, Munich, maybe Berlin and Hamburg for sure. Maybe Leipzig, Frankfurt, Cologne. I just need to, I need to go, I need to book it somehow and just do it. Um, it would be great. You could sell your merch and we could all get to meet new people. Yeah, it'd be cool to bring the, uh, the, the, like the fans of these, of this content together because I'm sure you guys would all have a lot in common. I mean, making fun of the germs, meeting the germs who are really good and, and, and kind and funny about making fun of themselves um, is really, um, it's a good group of people. I feel like I feel like I've drawn like really nice people um, for the most part, like together to, you know, through this content. Uh, M would love to see you and Laura do something together. If you haven't listened to the podcast interview I did with her last week, go listen to it. Artsy Fartsy Immigrants is the podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. It was a great interview that we did together. She's a really nice time. And, um, yeah, maybe we'll do something in the in the future. We talked about um, future plans, where we might be in the next year. Maybe we can meet up, do something. Um, let's see. Most people forget the East, so Leipzig would be nice. Yeah, I do like Leipzig a lot, actually. And and Dresden, that'd be fun to go out. I mean, I've I'm trying to think of like I think I've been to every major city in Germany at least a few times. Um. I think I'm trying to think if there's any cities I've, I've just really haven't ever been to. But I think because in 2017, 
I was touring a lot. 2016, 2017, I was touring for music a lot. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything I never went to but always wanted to. I mean, I've never been to like Zut, like the north, 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 north of Germany. Um, but that would also be kind of interesting too. Um, yes, I am a musician. It's so funny being asked this now because it's like, uh, it was my entire identity for like 30 years. <laughs> and now that I'm getting, um, some, some business as a comedian, it's, uh, it's always like the last thing they find out. But yes, uh, under my name, Jordan Prince, you can see my, I have records out wherever you get music. Um, you can skip Chemnitz. You know what's funny, Anna, you, since you mentioned Chemnitz, I have been there before. I played a show there in like 2018 for some, I think it was for like a, I think there's a school, like some sort of university maybe over there. I'm trying to think if I remember the name. But I played some some show there for, I don't know, for a few people at some like park outside. And uh, yeah. I mean, it was nice people. I think that the East is the East is funny because uh, some of the architecture and some of the post-war uh, vibes that you get are like kind of stoic and gothic, and that's it's kind of cool. Uh, but the people are always such a mix. Like the West and the East people are so different in that way, but always nice. Germans are always, you know, for the most part, they're pretty nice. Um, have you done German heritage or like genealogy? I haven't yet. I keep telling myself to just do uh, Ancestry.com and just figure out where my roots are from. I'm sure I have some roots here, most likely. Um, I've uh, user three four zero nine seven five three six seven four nine two nine says, "Dude, I've been struggling in Germany. People are so mean." I mean, it. Uh, yeah, they can be. I mean, Germans can be cold. I mean, they can be. It can be really stiff and cold-blooded. I mean, that's how I've made my entire uh, career making fun of them is because they're, I mean, the stereotypes are true. They can be very uh, spießig for sure. I'm sorry that you're experiencing mean Germans. I've definitely had my fair share of mean Germans. Um, you probably just need to find more people like in your in your age group. And hopefully, I don't know what, I mean, are, are you in like a village? Did you move to a village from somewhere else? Or are you in a city? Because that'll also play a huge role. Um, Germans are special indeed. Flying to Nashville next week, being a Democrat and an atheist. Muss ich Angst vor Trump nation haben? I mean, n not necessarily in Nashville. He's asking, does he, should he have like fear or concern o over going to, to Trump nation? Uh, be careful in Tennessee in general. I mean, not that you have to go out everywhere with a, uh, a Hillary biden you know kamala shirt that that on the back says god isn't real i mean it's not you don't have to like flaunt you know <laughs> beliefs everywhere in tennessee probably um but nashville itself is a it's an it's a very popular major city there's people of all kinds there so you don't have to worry that going to nashville means you're you're a dead man but um outside of that tennessee rural tennessee is pretty pretty tough so I um, probably wouldn't venture out into the towns too much um, unless, I mean, you can tour around, but maybe I wouldn't go around and be like, hey, you dumb rednecks, you know, or whatever. It's just about, you know, being nice, I guess. Um, right. The Germans, they're, they're cold. Generally, they can be. They definitely can be, but not necessarily mean. Yeah. 
Um, I'm holding the mic in a weird way, but it's also the angle of this, the way the camera is here. Um, I'm going to do just a few more messages here and then wrap things up. Uh, they are so cold than I think before. They're so much colder than you thought they'd be before you came here. Man, I, I feel bad for you guys too. Um, after Okay, so the guy who said they're so mean. After living in Berlin, I'm a little scared to interact with anyone. In Berlin even. See, now that's where I would imagine you would meet some nice people. I mean, there's a lot of young people there. A lot of great music in Berlin. There's a good film culture. There's fashion, uh, cool bars. There's hip people. I'm a little surprised that you've only had bad. I mean, I'm I'm sorry to hear you've only had bad interactions. Maybe Berlin's just not the city for you. Um, any advice on how to learn German perfectly? Well, the only thing you can do, the only way you can do anything perfectly, is to do it a lot every day. I mean, there is, I wish I had a really cool trick or a great advice for like getting good at German. Um, but sadly, as with most things in life, um, there is no magic trick to it. It's just doing the, doing the dirty, horrible work that sucks, like getting in the mud. You have to, you know, I'm about to make a, make a new partnership with a certain, uh, language learning platform. So you, you'll probably see, uh, my content supporting them through this channel soon and i'll have a, a code or a link that you guys as followers and listeners of the podcast can use for a discount um so i'll be announcing that soon when that's confirmed confirmed but um a language platform is only the beginning you know you have to you have to talk you have to i mean says me who's like such a such a pussy with german um thank you for the heart just eric uh, I've been studying German. I mean, I, I passed my B.I.N.S. Uh, a year ago. Uh, that took me a few years to get there um, because I'm a very slow learner. I have a very bad brain for language, a very bad brain for math and science. So I'm, I'm really, I think I'm like, I think I'm actually like, um, not what's it called when you're like, I have like a debilitating, edu like self-education issue. Like I have really bad attention span and I just can't grab things. Uh, Yazan, there's a lot of great apps to learn German. I mean, you know, there's a handful that are like worldwide most popular. Um, I can't tell you it's about, you have to try a couple free trials and see what, see what kind of user interface you prefer. Um, a lot of people like Babbel. Uh, I did use Babbel. I don't anymore, uh, because I'm about to start using a different one. Again, there's going to be one that I'm going to be promoting soon. And then you have to just, just follow this and then you can see, um, all right, just Eric, thank you for working yourself up to the number one fan and contributor of today's, um, today's life. Guys, I have to wrap it up here. Um, let me just say one more time. Thank you so much for being on the live. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It's artsy fartsy immigrants. It comes out every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, I have music available on all streaming platforms. Jordan Prince. It's my name. It's my music. I hope you like it. Thanks for sharing my videos. Thank you for being a part of this community. I love you guys so much. I wish you all the best and a, a lot of love and uh, safety and friendship and community. And thank you for being a part of this. Um, if you haven't checked out Laura Ramoso's interview from last week, she's amazing. She's hilarious. Go check it out. And yeah, stay tuned. Thank you so much for being here and uh, share the love, guys. I'll be back next week. Bye-bye.
Artsy Farts Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.